2: You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. We're a member-supported food radio network broadcasting over 35 weekly shows live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. Join our hosts as they lead you through the world of craft brewing, behind the scenes of the restaurant industry, inside the battle over school food, and beyond. Find us at heritageradionetwork.org.
3: What can brave new beginnings teach us about Love. We've got a gaggle of guests in our best of show today. It's Monday, June 12th, and this is Love Bites Radio. Welcome to Love Bites, coming at you from Heritage Radio Network. I'm one of your hosts, Jacqueline Raposo, and today we're bringing you what we've learned about love from guests who've embarked on new beginnings. Back in March and April, we did a six-week series on endings, focusing on the hard but relevatory moments that move humans from one moment to the next, breakups, work endings, divorce, things like that. And now, for the last five weeks, we've focused on what happens after the endings with new guests in our New Beginnings series. These guests talked us through what planned and unexpected joys came into their lives after their most major trials had passed, after they had left religion or family or their home city, or after they'd fully recovered from a major illness or accident. What inspiration and motivation could we pull from their triumphs? At the end of each episode, Ben and I asked the same question: What has your new beginning taught you about love? And today, we're pulling their answers together in this episode. Our first guests are our moms. My mother, Doris and D'Ambrosio Raposo, and Ben's mom, Debbie Klein, joined us for our Mother's Day show. Now, as someone who both revels in her time alone and fears dying by myself and being half eaten by my dog before anyone finds my decaying body, the notion of living for decades in a house packed with children you're responsible for keeping alive and happy and then like poof, you're living alone again and they're gone, that blows my mind. So here are what our moms had to say about what their empty nester new beginnings have taught them about life and about love. has your empty nest life taught you about love? Distance doesn't cut it.
2: It's there. No matter if they're across the state, across the pond in England, in New York City, it's there. And they'll always be there. And um, when they come home, it's like it used to be, or even better.
3: And then Ben, do you want to introduce your mother's track? Yeah.
4: This is my mom talking about what it's like for her to be an empty nester and uh, what she feels like she's learned about it.
3: As an empty nester and then being retired,
2: it's been great in terms of I can do whatever I want. I can sleep late. I can stay up late. I can go
3: places. I can do things, and nobody is there to keep me from doing that. Um, There's no other sacrifices except to be there for my kids when they need me to enjoy life as a single adult has been new experiences for me and has also had some
4: great moments doing it. I love that. Totally unapologetic about, like, I do what I want.
3: I do what I want. This is self-love. This is my time. That's right. I love it,
2: right? That's right. I agree. I love that second cup of coffee in the quiet, in the morning, before (sighs) I go
4: to work. My mom drinks, like, the most intense coffee drink you can... It's like a... There's like seven shots of espresso in my mom's, like, morning Starbucks that she is...
3: She's badass. ...addicted to. Now, at the end of the show, we're going to share what our moms have taught us about love... But our next two guests have shared stories about separating from their families a bit too, but in wildly varying ways. Amy DeLong is a writer and performance artist who left her fundamentalist Christian faith and, because of that, was denounced by most of her family. Eli Rosen is an attorney-turned-actor who left the ultra-Orthodox Hasidic Jewish faith and, through that, his marriage and eventually his profession. On both of their episodes, we discussed how art plays therapy in some ways for them, and how new relationships help them rework the thoughts, feelings, and expressions they'd felt repressed by their former religions. When it came to our final question, Amy and Eli had very different answers. You have to listen to their episodes to get their full pictures, of course. But have a listen, and then I'll circle back with a little explanation and insight after.
5: Um... (laughs) uh <laughs> i I kind of I, that would be hard for me to answer without getting really emotional, which I don't like doing <laughs> on a radio show um i I guess okay, I can say this I think um the relationship I have now i think um has been provided enough um Security um, That I feel like It's helped me work through a lot of PTSD Type things and um, It's kind of Helped me to reorient myself so That I can become a more Trusting person I suppose
3: <laughs> um, Yeah the end <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing That
0: I guess I've learned that it's never too late And uh, you know having having loved and lost and being divorced and, uh, having had my share of ill-fated love affairs. Um, the one thing that I've really learned is that it's never too late.
3: I like that. Great lesson. I like that ending. Thank you so much for joining us today, Eli, and spending some time with us.
0: It was an absolute pleasure. Um, despite the uh, very conspicuous lack of food.
3: (laughs) We're going to remedy that right now. (laughs) Now, hearing those responses live in the studio with Amy and Eli, they were equally powerful. And while their backstories and conclusions about love, given their new beginning experiences are vastly different, They speak to one of the greater through-lines we're incidentally collecting here with Love Bites, that love, real, genuine love, allows us to feel safe. I guess when you find real, true, genuine, meaningful love, either through family, or friends, or romantic partners, you really should work as hard as you can to hold on to it, right? On that note, we're going to take a short break to hear a word from our team. If you are tuning in on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd love you to hit those little review stars that mean so much to us. And if you're listening on Heritage Radio Network right now, click on the beating heart in the upright corner of your screen. And there you can find more info about being a member of our nerdy, artsy, lovey dovey nonprofit member-supported station today. We will love you forever for it. Now, we will be right back. How do I save the world? This program
1: is brought to you by Chefs Collaborative, a national nonprofit network with a mission to inspire, educate, and celebrate chefs and food professionals building a better food system. Chefs Collaborative members work to make sustainable practices second nature for every chef in the United States. Chefs Collaborative was founded in 1993 by visionary chefs including Rick Bayless and Alice Waters, who acknowledged the influential role of food professionals on our food choices, our collective personal health, the vitality of cultures, and the integrity of the global environment. Chefs Collaborative believes that the greater culinary community can be a catalyst for positive change by expanding the market for good food and helping to preserve local farming and fishing communities. Change menus, change lives. Learn more about Chefs Collaborative at ChefsCollaborative.org.
3: And we are back. You're listening to Love Bites Radio. And today we're hearing from guests in our new beginning series sharing what their experiences starting over have taught them about love. I have a confession to make. I asked our next two guests on for somewhat selfish reasons, because as much as I wanted to make sure their stories got out there in the world, I really needed to hear them for myself. And here's why. Julia Bainbridge is the host of The Listening Booth's Lonely Hour podcast and the food editor of Atlanta Magazine. She recently moved from Brooklyn to Atlanta for the job, and on her episode, Is This Home, we discussed that transition. As a hardcore New Yorker, it ends up that her time in Georgia has evolved into feeling more like a temporary adventure and less like a whole new beginning she'll embrace indefinitely. But as a single woman, Julia's learned a sweet and sour lesson about new love and new loss in this current chapter of her life. As a fellow single woman and hardcore New York loving writer, I've been feeling a push to leave the city I love lately. At the top of Eli Rosen's show, we discussed how you prepare to transition into a new beginning, how you make the choice, how you know it's the right one, and how you emotionally prepare yourself and your loved ones once you've made it. And so I confess that getting Julia on the show was part of my nerdy over-planning process when faced with such a decision. I ask people who have done the thing I'm contemplating before me how it turned out for them. So here's Julia Bainbridge sharing what her new, if temporary, beginning in Atlanta has taught her about love.
5: Oh, guys, I'm going to be such a downer. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're kidding. That's okay. I, I'd love to end this on an uplifting note, but frankly, I think, you know, as I said, in light of a very recent event, like, and, and Ben, I'm not a man hater, so please forgive me, but, you know, unfortunately, it's taught me that men are the same everywhere. <laughs> hmm they, they can be truly awful. Like, I know that women can be, too, and I have plenty of male friends who are lovely, so I'm being um, sort of dramatic and overgeneralizing, but I've been so disappointed by this breakup of a relationship just last week, a relationship I kind of thought would be something, and I had to end it for a reason that's pretty despicable, and I think it's just made me feel pretty hopeless about finding love or partnership, and... I thought maybe moving to a new place would open up all this new opportunity, and then I'm seeing it's kind of the same everywhere. So it's like I'm starting to think I should wrap my head around the idea of being alone forever because it turns out geography doesn't change the fact that good men are hard to find, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know.
3: That that makes a lot of—I think the uplifting part of that, because um, that that makes a lot of sense to me. It's the idea of, like, you know, you can't have a baby to save a relationship in a way. You know, it's like you can't just move and assume everything—your problems will go away because you've moved. You can't just assume that your life is going to be completely different in a new place. You still have to work for it, and unfortunately, bad shit can still happen. So um, so I'm sorry that you went through that breakup again and—, and that it's not miraculously just better in Atlanta. It's
5: okay. I think now that's off my mind. You know, like yeah, I, in a way, the pressure it's is like off. I'm not. I'm now not thinking about love. Like while I said I, you know, need to work, I'm wrapping my head around the idea of being alone. I, I also am. That has sort of remove some pressure as you said and, and now I just kind of wanna be here. Like I'm just my feet like just feel on the ground. It took a little it was a little bit of a rocky transition and now I feel kind of excited to go explore. And even really being in Atlanta, I think at first I thought I would use my location below the Mason Dixon line uh, you know and also Atlanta's such a great hub with the airport here to explore the rest of the South but I think I really have to slow down those plans and like exist in Atlanta to really be a part of it and really you know be excellent at my job which is
3: which is the primary goal of this whole adventure you know I think that's a very smart way to end out What do you think Benjamin
4: I'm with you and um. I and I also take no offense to <laughs> your comment and I agree good men and women are hard to find
3: yeah oh god is that the, is that the conclusion we're making on this entire show I think well, I think, I think that's what we No, no I mean like the, the show the itself we've like said I've that a lot I've conversations with yeah. I have conversations
5: about this with like straight men gay men straight women gay women yeah. and everybody's sort of period at the end of the sentence is like oh well like men are the worst and it's like really is that what I have to accept like mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. yeah men, men suck and can be deceitful and and so uh, I Okay guess, that's conversation I think, no, I the think conversation. it's also choose, like, choose your
3: own I think it's also choose your own Like yeah men can't Like people peop, Humans can suck But humans can also be Fucking amazing
4: Yeah and I think so, yeah. I think deceitful Is a really Terrible quality yeah. And I I mean, as the man in the conversation right now, I would say that not all men are deceitful, and that is not something that you need to just simply accept.
5: Agreed. Yes. Agreed. I have three older brothers, whom I'm very close, and who are all lovely men with women who they treat beautifully. So.
3: There we go. Yeah, my brother's the same. <laughs> See? All of our brothers are the same. See? All right. See? See, we always end on a high note sometimes. Our last guest is Cynthia Cherish Malloran. She's also known as DJ Cherish the Love, the drama-free DJ, the DJ to the dying, wonderful combinations of words like that. But it took living through an accident that left her with a broken body and amnesia And then, a few years later, undergoing a double mastectomy and chemo for an aggressive form of breast cancer in order for her to awaken to her life's purpose and work to earn those names. Cherish the love, drama free. Cynthia is one of the strongest, most energized, most positive people I have ever met. She is the kind of person I need to have in my life. And she didn't know this at the time. But when we first started working together, she's the host of Wedding Cake here at Heritage and I have written about her for a client of mine. I was going through a diagnosis scare of my own, one I was so afraid of I didn't tell anyone about until I got the all clear. Hearing how Cynthia had not only survived but had thrived because of her new beginning story helped me to know in my bones that no matter what, I would still be okay I could still believe in goodness and love and happiness after getting knocked down as Cynthia had. So here's Cynthia Malloran from episode 75, From Health to Happiness. Before we let you go, we ask all of our guests one final question. What has, in this circumstance, your new beginning or your double new beginning taught you about love? Oh, I love this question so much. I was going to think about the answer but then i realized let me just see what comes out in the moment when you ask me that if you don't love yourself you won't be able to attract recognize or understand people who love you period true story (laughs) i think we can both benefit from pondering that happening absolutely thank you so much, Cynthia. You're so welcome. I'm bursting with love right now. Me
4: too. It was really a really a pleasure to hear your story today. Yeah. Thank you very much for sharing it.
3: You're so welcome. Thank, thank you for helping me thank uh, you help for, other people with this story. Yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us on this special episode today. As Cynthia says, in order to recognize and understand and receive love from others, you have to love yourself. And that's what we're continuing to explore here at Love Bites in our 70-some-odd episodes so far. Before we go, we're going to circle back and leave you with an extra little bit of love. At the end of our Mother's Day episode, Ben and I shared what our moms have taught us about love aside from their new beginning stories. As you'll hear, we're two very lucky humans in the love we've received from them and, as a result, the love we try to give. I hope these clips encourage you to check out our guests' full episodes. If you haven't already, you can find them at all of our feeds on Heritage Radio, iTunes, and Stitcher. As a reminder, we are at Love Bites Radio on all social platforms and at lovebitesradio.com. And as we prepare for our next series, take note that over 30 live shows broadcast every week from Bushwick, Brooklyn, at heritageradionetwork.org. We love our fellow co-hosts and team members here and a special shout out to Cynthia's wedding cake show on heritage and Julia's lonely hour, which you can find over at listening booth media. Our theme song is give love by Josh Dion. And thanks as always to our engineers, Prince Vitor and King David. And now here's your final dose of love. Before we close out then, why don't we each share what our mothers have taught us about love? Great. Why don't you go?
4: Okay. My mom has taught me the power of seeing the best in others. It's funny because the first thing my mom said in that first clip we played was that she said, Ben has a really Ben has always had a really big heart. And it's amazing that again I'm gonna say the same thing about my mom, which is that I think the thing I've taken the most from her is, I think she has the biggest heart of anyone I have ever encountered, um, which I think can sometimes get my mom into trouble, but she is so unassuming and thinks the best about others and is so generous and also just like... All, like Never would imagine that someone else has a bad intention um, And I think that's like a beautiful approach to life And that, yeah, maybe that sometimes can lead to disappointment But to be able to continue to find that And to continue to bring that to our interactions with other people um, I think is a gift And I thank my mom for Inspiring me to do that Even though I'm not as successful At it as she is
3: Yay How about you? My mom has taught me about Generous love with I mean wholehearted giving love With no expectations and that when you love someone and you give to them, you love and give to them because you love them and you don't expect anything back. There have been so many experiences locked in my mind and in my heart where she has said, I'm going to give this to you or I want to do this for you or not even to me, but loved ones in my life. Like she has done done things for people in my life. That she doesn't even know that well or that she knows well that she gives them something big and says, don't tell anybody else I've done this Um, because she doesn't need the notoriety or she doesn't need it to be a thing. She just wants to give it to help the person. This winter, when I was very sick, stocked my soup my freezer with soup. She came and got my dog and watched my dog. She drove me in and out of the city and she does that without making me feel like a schmuck for it. She has she off. She gives so generously of herself to a fault And she does it not to get anything back. She does it because she loves people. And I see her do that with everybody in her life, that she is just there. If she loves you, she is there. And I remember from my childhood when I first got sick, she was driving to North Carolina to tend to her sister who was dying of breast cancer. And she was tending to her girlfriends who were going through cancer treatment and watching their kids and stocking their freezers. And I'm getting choked up thinking about it, just how many people she has supported never asking for anything in return because when she loves, that's what she does. And that's what my mother has taught me is how to love because you love. And that's a very rare thing. And if I've inherited a fingernails worth of that, I will be grateful.
4: Bravo. And and I want to just add quickly before we, it's time to wrap up how lucky you and I are Jacqueline to both have inspiring, loving, caring, Present moms Mm -hmm. It's really a gift And we are both luckier Than I think we realize on a day to day basis
3: Oh completely I'm very very aware that I Would not be Where and who I am without The woman sitting in this room with me
2: I love you mom It's generational I love you mom It's generational It's from my mom and my grandmother Mm -hmm. I remember the same things about my parents